Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you are, this is the Interpreter's Workshop Podcast. I'm Tim Curry, your host. Here we talk everything sign language interpreting. The ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, the sideways of interpreting. If you're a student, a new interpreter, experienced interpreter, this is the place for you. If you want to know more, go to interpretersworkshop.com. Let's start talking interpreting. It's time for the quote of the day. This one comes from Eleanor Roosevelt, wife of former U.S. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the 1930s and 40s. She said, Do what you feel in your heart to be right, for you'll be criticized anyway. And I think that's appropriate not only for our lives, but also the interpreting profession. Let's get started. Sometimes we feel the need to explain ourselves, what we're doing, why we've done something, what decisions we've made, or even to explain who we are. And all of that connects to the interpreting profession, too. Let me tell you a little story. When I first got my astrophysics degree, I got a job at the Science Museum. And one of the things I did at the Science Museum was working in the education department, what we called the outreach education, which meant I literally drove to different schools or organizations throughout the state of Oklahoma teaching a little workshop and presentations all over. And in order to do that, I traveled in an old American school bus. And this school bus had been renovated, had been reconstructed in a way on the inside to actually be kind of a hands-on museum, which had kind of like little video games or mechanical games all throughout it where the students could come in and see these and interact with these different exhibits and learn something about one science topic. So my job was to take this school bus all over the state to different towns to educate students and teachers. And I was excited. I was working for a science museum. I have my my own science degree. I'm in the education department teaching and, and learning and training other teachers, all of this, and working with a beautiful group of people at the museum. And I went to my parents' house to explain what I was doing. We were eating dinner, and I was talking about my new job and so forth. And my father, in his quiet way, looked up at me after I had told this beautiful, exciting story. And he said, so you have your astrophysics degree, and now you drive a school bus. And I thought for a second, wait, no, that's not right. No, that's, that's just, that's one little part of it. I, 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 I have, and I was starting to defend myself, starting to explain it to myself in my mind and how to explain that to them. And then I thought, no, no, my father's right. He's, He's coming at it from the humorous point of view, obviously, and it was funny. And it did make me realize that even though I'm excited about it, other people view what I am, what I do, what I say from their own perspective. 
And it wasn't that my father didn't respect what I did or didn't believe that what I was doing was exciting and was good, but his humor helped bring me down from this high tower that I thought I was wonderful person who had all this knowledge and was doing all it brought me back down to to the natural world and knowing that what I'm doing does make a difference but it's not me it's what I have with me it's who I'm with all of that I'm still me and sometimes we as interpreters do the same thing we have to have confidence in what we're doing we have to have an understanding of the knowledge we have and how much we can do that we're not perfect that we're not this wonderful language god who can process things in our brain in such a way that it just mesmerizes people it's a mystery it's this this magical thing that we can do with our bodies our hands our minds our language skills all of that sometimes we need to be told you're not as good as you think you are because when you think you're really good it means you're forgetting something you're probably not as good as you think you are yes you have to have confidence but with more knowledge comes the realization that you don't know as much as you think you do the more experience you get as an interpreter the more you realize how inexperienced you are that's why we have what we call in academia ongoing education or continuing education we have to have those things because we know that as we become more experienced there's so much more we need to know we don't need to take ourselves so seriously we are not the interpreting gods that we think we are we are not the ones who are making or breaking this conversation the people that are using our services are not stupid people they know how to have a conversation they know there's going to be be mistakes in a conversation they understand that we make mistakes they see our mistakes those who use interpreters all the time they understand and they can hear or they can see our mistakes and they adjust accordingly in fact many times they will interrupt us because they don't need the whole interpretation because they know the situation they understand what has been said and they understand how it fits into what they want to have so we tend to think if i don't get this interpretation perfect everything's going to explode they're going to be mad at me or they're not going to understand and the world is going to be turned upside down and please don't take it that seriously granted you should take the situation seriously uh the people respect them and it's their lives and therefore it is a serious thing our services that we provide should be given with respect but we are not the ones controlling everything those who use services interpreting services that is they understand what's going on they use everything that's around them to make their decisions they use us as a tool and so therefore we should not be so anxious about it should not take the power and control the situation in thinking that they don't understand i need to explain more or they don't get it if i don't give them this information they won't have the decision many times they can figure it out and i say that because i have used interpreting services for the last 16 years living here in the czech republic i use interpreters 
between Czech and English or between multiple languages. And when I do use those services, I understand the situation I'm in. I know that I will make mistakes in the conversation. They will. I know the interpreter is going to make mistakes because they can't understand my English well or my signing well, whatever it is. I know my goals and I sometimes know the goals that the others have. And I use that conversation back and forth, turn taking, all of those things. I use that to understand and to get to the place I want to be in the communication. So when I'm going to offices to fix my visas, or if I'm in a committee meeting trying to develop a program or to change laws with the ministers, all of those types of actions, I need an interpreter. And those of us in the conversation are not stupid. We use the interpreters only as we need them, but they are not the ones that are relied upon to make everything work. So from my experience and my experience as an interpreter, I say that we should stop taking ourselves so seriously that we freeze from anxiety, from worry, from regret, all of those things that we think we need to be perfect. We have to do it. It all depends on me. Stop taking ourselves so seriously. Seriously. <laughs> don't, don't take yourself to be the end all, the be all, the superhero in the situation. Another story happened when I changed careers from working at the museum to becoming an interpreter. And again, I'm sitting in my parents' dining room. We're eating dinner. We're discussing all of this. And I'm so excited about interpreting and, and what it means and, and knowing the two languages, the cultures, and all of the friends I have and the teams that I've worked with, all of those things. And I'm excited. I'm a little bit older now, obviously, because I've already worked in the science museum for 10 years, and I'm excited now. I'm an adult. I'm living on my own. I've got my full career, a second career going just now started. And this time, my mom says, well, but what if, what if they're saying bad things? What if they're saying bad words and cursing and, or being really mean and aggressive and hateful and all? You don't interpret that, do you? And I said, well, yes, of course I do. And they're like, she was shocked. She was like, what? What? But you're not supposed to say things like that. You know, remember, this is my mother who taught me not to say bad things, not to be mean or hateful, not to really say things that would hurt other people, not to argue like that, that sort of thing. So for me, I was, again, went into the mode of explaining myself, defending what I was doing, and I told her, yes, mom, I have to interpret it because it's not me who's saying these things. I'm interpreting what the other person is saying. And the people who are communicating with that person have the right to know what they are saying, how they're saying it, their intentions, etc. All of that I have to give. It's not really me doing it. And I don't believe my mother ever truly understood that. But I think this time I had a better answer for my, my mom and my, my family. Before, I was just defensive and trying to think of ways to explain it so they understand it from my point of view. This time, I was confident in my answer. It's not me. It's them. And I have to do the right thing that I feel in my heart. And I know I'm going to be criticized for it. 
but it still needs to be said, still needs to be done that way. And that confidence in knowing how to answer that shows that I have more experience with my profession. And it starts showing how being confident in what I can do and why I'm doing it that way helps me support my own decisions in a way that I don't normally get from others. So my mother's thoughts came from a perspective of language and about me rather than the whole situation of the interpreting profession. So the point is, am I talking about me or the interpreting profession? Which is the right perspective for us? Which should we think about the most? Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, rate and review us at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and it will help me create more content. Now back to the episode. I'm just a bus driver, or I'm just the interpreter. Many times we say something like this in an interpreting situation because someone has asked us a question that might be asking our opinion, our advice. They may be asking us a simple relationship question like, so how long have you been doing this? You know, oh, how did you get to this profession? How did you all these kinds of things? Is this your hobby? Blah, 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 blah. And sometimes we immediately say, well, I'm just the interpreter here. We say that because we're thinking of two different meanings. One of which is, I am the interpreter in the situation. This is your conversation. This is your communication. This is what you want to do. I'm here to interpret that so that you can do that. And it also connects with our codes of ethics, our rules and regulations of how interpreters should behave in the situation, how we should not advise or give our opinions or get involved with this like it's our situation. We should be neutral. We should be impartial so that these two individuals or two groups that are communicating can make their own decisions without us being a part of it. So that's one worldview meaning of why we say I'm just the interpreter. The second is I'm just or I'm only the interpreter. What that immediately sends to some people hearing that phrase is that, oh, so you're not really worth our time, or you don't really have an opinion about this because maybe you don't have the skills, or you don't have the knowledge, you don't have the education, you're not someone that's valuable in this situation. And I think that that's, that's bad for us as an interpreting profession. Because when you say I'm only the interpreter, it makes our profession also sound like it's nothing. It's no big deal. It's easy to interpret. It's just languages. I'm just flopping my hands in the air. So when we say I'm just the interpreter, those two things are involved in it. One, our perspective is that we should remain neutral and we should not be involved, that I'm not allowed to give my opinion. And the first one, I'm sorry. And the other one is, oh, okay, you're, you're just an interpreter. That's not really a big thing. It's an easy job. It's in, so you have low education and you can't have an opinion about something like this because you don't know about it. So I suggest that we don't use phrases like that, but we use a phrase that's appropriate for that situation. For example, 
because there are multiple situations, I would give you one example. If someone asks me a question, wait a minute, what were we talking about a while ago? Do you remember what it was we were just discussing? And no one else can remember, but I can. I would go ahead and say, yes, this is what you said and leave it at that rather than saying, I'm sorry, I'm just the interpreter. You guys will have to figure it out yourself. That's first of all, it's not very polite from a human standpoint. And second of all, it's not true. I do remember. So that's one example of how you can get around using the phrase, I'm just an interpreter. So from the second story, my mom is always right, of course. Thank you for listening, mom. The point of that story is that we are interpreting what they are saying. So we now need to analyze that part just a little bit. Not from my mother's morals or your mother's morals or your upbringing of how you learn to behave, but rather we need to think about it from the taking care of ourselves. As an interpreter, we are saying what other people are saying. We are giving our interpretations, which is full of other people's opinions, other people's thoughts, other people's ideas, creative ideas, etc. And it's not what we believe, maybe. It might not be what we think. We may have said it a different way. All of those things we are taking into ourselves and becoming the role of the people who are talking. Because of that, it might have a psychological and or physical effect on us in the short term or the long term. So we need to think about how do we step out of the role after we're working? We're done working. We're done interpreting. How do we step out into ourselves? How do we find what we believe again? How do we find our, quote, our center, our focus of our lives, our morality, our ethics? This is something that, as an interpreter, is hard to do when you're working alone daily in these situations as the only interpreter, perhaps the only person in the room that knows what you're doing, how you're doing it, and what you're going through. And that's connected to the code of ethics. Again, we, we want to keep the confidential information, these people's private lives, we want to keep private. So we can't talk about it to the whole world just openly and, and easily. It's better to have a colleague or a mentor that we can work with regularly to explain how we felt or how something affected us, et cetera, et cetera. And that can be hard sometimes, but it's necessary. It's a necessary part of our profession to be able to take care of ourselves mentally and physically so that we can continue doing our work, the work that we love for the communities that we serve. We cannot serve if we do not serve ourselves as well. So when we think of these different phrases, these interpreter-isms that we use on a regular basis sometimes with ourselves or with others, and sometimes with those who we are serving, we need to remember that these phrases can be looked at from many different worldviews, many different perspectives, and we have to take care that we use them in such a way that the meaning we want to show is the meaning that people see. So there are two stories about me. 
From astrophysicist to bus driver to interpreter extraordinaire. It's just me. Yep. So mom, really, it's okay. I'm doing fine. I look good, I'm smart, and gosh darn it, people like me. Thank you very much for listening, guys. I will see you next time on the flip side. If you don't understand that, that's okay. I'm just showing my age. See you later. From the interpretersworkshop.com, Tim Curry. Bye-bye.